Connecting? We're connecting. Do you have a green light yet? Mm, no. I'm offline. Oh, something's moving. Something I've got green. I've got live. Moving. And we are live. I got face. Hello. Hello, face. Foreigners. I'm Emily, and I'm here with Peter in the background, Thanks. and we are Hello Uncle Foreigner, the live stream. I got yellow. Stream health. Every week we do a weekly roundup that is coalescing into something more and more real. No collusion. Nope. <laughs> um, we take a look back at the week that was and what it takes to make a short film every week, and I guess let's get started now. I'm in the gold, but I can see you moving. Not spinning, so that's good. That plays while this is playing. And welcome. This is the Hello Uncle Foreigner live stream. I am Emily, one half of Hello Uncle Foreigner, and Say hello, Peter. Say hello, Peter. Peter is our disembodied voice in the background. He's my my delusion. Uh, this week, we've got a lot to talk about. We are going to look back at our last week. Back. We're coming to you on Monday, so we have even more week to look back on. Um, but first, our big milestones for the week for as a channel... Our videos really have gotten to a new level audience-wise, I think. We have a, several of our latest videos went over 50 almost right away. Big news. Which is, again, we're a small channel. That's a lot of growth for us. And it feels good that Countryside, that was our first video that went to 50 views in the first couple days. Um, it could have gone either way. That could have been a, a fluke spike or that could be... That's where we are now, and it looks like that's where we are now. So that's really nice. Currently resting at 119 Countryside. Yeah, Countryside it continues to perform well for us. It's a video. Uh, we're really we're really proud of it, and so we're really proud that it's resonating with people. What was our last video? The last one we just did was oh, Llama Island, Llama Island, I land in love. yeah, I land in love, and that right now one, at 58. Is that 58? On Monday. The hot summer, I believe, was at 55. That is now at 63. Oh my goodness. We're on fire. We've jumped up 20 on the week before in the last couple hours. Up to 70. Hitting the charts. It's pretty amazing. The scorcher up there. Um, a lot of that I do, you do, you think, is um, Peter's been doing a lot of work getting the word out on Reddit, so... Welcome. Welcome, Redditors. And some groups. And some groups and some networking. Peter's been doing all that networking, um, which is working out for us. We also, we're up to 48 subscribers. 48 as of today? As of this evening, we just got a new one. A couple days ago, we got three subscribers in one day. Got that's a very hours. Yeah, that's a very exciting <laughs> turn of events for us. So the channel's growing. We're excited about that. We're getting we're getting weird. It's getting to your head. And and uh, you're you're trouncing around the city like king of queen of the queen of the kings. <laughs> I don't leave the apartment. 
prancing around the apartment like queen. <laughs> queen of the apartment. <laughs> Calling up landlords. Oh yeah, I called the landlord today because the air conditioner was dripping. But she's the guy she sent over, he said it was just condensation. I said there's really not supposed to be condensation if your air conditioner is working properly, but everyone else was fine with it that way, so... We'll wait till it really breaks, and then, then we'll call him back. I'm sure our neighbor will let us know. Your mother says it is Monday here. Oh, hi, Mom! Our first live guest! <laughs> and it's my mom. Um, what else? Oh, the other, the other kind of irritating thing today is that the post office called me, and I mailed a package to America like a month and a half ago. And it must be, at first I was like, I haven't mailed anything to America except my voter registration. And this is why this is scary is that U.S. Customs has rejected the package and they're sending it back to China. And I was like, why, how can they just reject papers? They're just printed out papers. Um, But now, now I am remembering I sent that express mail, so that would have gotten there in a week. But the package I sent at the same time was my nephew's birthday present, which is clothing, which I think you got there faster than I did, that we we are experiencing the effects of the trade war, it's happening. I believe, because we've sent a package of clothing to that very address before, for that very boy. Mm-hmm. And no problem. And this time it's getting bounced back to us. Um, America's war on children. Um, yeah, why doesn't America like children? What's wrong? Don't you want them to be clad? <laughs> clad, <laughs> So we'll see. If it gets back here fast enough, I can just bring them with me when I go back to America. But I might not even make that. <sighs> so I'm sorry. Sorry, Theo. We'll be okay, Theo. We'll be your, okay. your aunt loves you, but I don't have it's, a I don't have a constructive thing to say. It's governments and borderlands <laughs> keeping you apart. Customs, man, will get you every time. Um, your mom says, "Yay, forty-eight. All right. So I think we have significant lag. Yep. Um, but that's okay. That's that's normal. As long as I don't sound chipmunky, I do sound. Throaty, because I think I'm. I'm deciding. I mean, I've always had terrible allergies my entire life. I don't think I'm getting a terrible cold every every five weeks. I think it's my allergies are ebbing and flowing. Um, so I'm having. You live in a bountiful land of spore. Oh my goodness! It's so it's so much pollen, but my allergies are acting up a lot this week, and it's making me feel crazy. <laughs> That's, that's in fact why we did not do the live stream on Saturday or Sundays. I was just feeling wiped out from sneezing all day. But I got some new antihistamines from the pharmacy. And we'll see. We'll see how those go. That's exciting drug news. Mm-hmm. Antihistamines. <laughs> antihistamines. That's the channel of a dork right there. Um, other oh, news. Dork news. Dork news. Not really dork news, okay. but um, 
Summer camp is over and I am on vacation. So far I've spent my vacation madly filming for next week and then laying on the couch or laying in bed listening to podcasts because that's all I got. That's all I got these days. But I do, I have the excitement in my heart. I love the babies, but I didn't, I didn't miss you today, guys. Sorry. <laughs> so long, Darius. I'll, I'll see you in September, Darius, my love. He's so cute. You, you'd die. You'd die if you saw him. He's adorable. So we won't show any pictures. <laughs> Don't. Too dangerous. <laughs> it's, it's too dangerous. <laughs> um, what else? Anything else happen? You did some other things. You went swimming. You went to the pharmacy. You went to the grocery store. This is an exciting life. Mm -hmm. The expat life. Mm -hmm. That's why we're documenting it all with film. <laughs> yeah. Such as? Um, yeah, if that's, if that's personal news, um, we can get to our behind the scenes, which, which we're hoping to build as our main kind of feature of these podcasts. We're getting really into the production aspect and we, it did occur to us, we have this totally arbitrary deadline of once a week, every Thursday, we want to put up a fairly major short film. Um, and maybe other people might be interested in how that happens. So we're looking to... We start with cameras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, we start oh. with an idea. Um, which, yeah, it's, if you want to talk about that, Peter, I thought it might be interesting to share our process that so, so far as we have one. We could start with the very beginning. Yeah, I mean, we, have, we do have an actual workflow. You don't... You can see some of it right behind you. Yeah, you don't make a deadline if you're just doing this by accident or when you feel like it. Nothing is by accident. Nothing, here at nothing is local by accident. Foreigner Studios. You have to set yourself up for the happy accident so that you're ready to capture like when when crazy things happen behind you, you're prepared to get that on film. Uh, but Peter and I do a fair bit of planning. Every week we have a meeting where we discuss the next couple of weeks' ideas um, and. So let's talk about a specific idea. We kind of brainstorm together, and sometimes Peter comes up with the initial idea, and sometimes I do. Or sometimes we're working together, and it just, like, comes out of a discussion we're having together. And then I think what started working really well for us is that more recently, before I sit down and write anything, Peter and I really talk out the concept. Because I, I have, I've got the writer's side of things but I have I have no visual imagination whatsoever like when I read a book I picture the words I don't I don't make a picture in my mind I just that's not how my brain works so Peter is on the visual side of things and I'll tell him what I'm thinking and he'll say like oh and I can see this here or here and we kind of start out with a concept usually like over dinner or we start really just with ideas of what happened that day and then you start into writing and tell me what goes on with that. Yeah, so usually if I have a... I don't really share the draft with you no. that much. I When I have a final... It's more like wild concept of like, that's an idea. And yeah. Then you get to I work. Mean, yeah, conceptual stuff we'll discuss. Just so like if I'm thinking like, and then we'll have a shot where I'm on the roof... And then I jump from the roof, and Peter will be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, there's no, there's no helicopter in the budget this week. 
Um, just so, so I'm not writing anything that's impossible to film. Um, and then when I have a draft, I'll bring it to Peter and I'll, I'll read through it because usually I am the only character so far. Um, and then, so we'll talk back and forth about ideas there and specific scenes where we can shoot, when we can shoot, um, how we can shoot, if there's any kind of high concept we want to add to it. How many taxis or... Yeah, yeah. And then in the case of something like Starbucks, um, that was kind of one of our most ambitious mm. in terms of like, a, it was a big shoot. We had like shoot logs and... How and many locations? Four or five? Not including studio. Was there studio? There was not any studio, but we had the tea house, the coffee... Chinese coffee bar, Starbucks. Starbucks, and then the other Starbucks that wasn't open yet, and then there was one other place I think. Enough where we've forgotten. Yeah, but it was so it was a multi multi piece shoot, and we did um, we had to keep a calendar and like all, all kinds of records, and that that's again my domain. I'm very much the pre production person. Um, where Peter has some input, but really I'm driving the ship there. And then when we decide on a shoot schedule, we go out, obviously, and shoot. Um, usually it's the both of us, Peter, behind the camera and me in front of the camera. More and more with some of our Uncle Shorts, we have just me and my cell phone, and I bring everything back to Mobile Peter. Unit. Yeah, um... Just because sometimes I'm shooting, I can I have time to shoot stuff on the fly, and it's 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 just a little easier. Peter is in a wheelchair. You have not seen him on camera, but he is. Uh, so it's it's a little it's hard on both of us. I don't want to. It's hard on <laughs> that he's in a wheelchair. No, it's just like it requires a little bit of extra effort from both of us to get the chair. There are someplace. a lot of stairs. Yeah, and China, Lujo specifically is not handicap friendly. It's very hilly. We have to pick our battles. Um, and kind of make an energy calculation. If I push Peter in the chair uphill, am I also then going to be able to perform and then bring him everything back home? <laughs> um, although as you're getting stronger, you're able to help. There was the week before more and more. Uh, at the, the water house. At the water house. The, um, the, 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 the. Oh, yeah, the little pagoda in the lake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Peter is is able to walk some, so. And then. This is, this is kind of a, a pathway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we have all the footage, we have all the audio, because we do. Audio sounds better if you have your own mic. Your camera's audio doesn't sound that great. Um, so I upload all those files. I also, I'm still first assistant director. I don't know if that's their job, actually, but I'm the one who... Um, it is right now. It is right now. I set up the file structure. I import everything, put it into Final Cut, make some multicam tracks, and then... Computer did you stuff? Yeah, a little computer, computer science. That's putting my minor to good use there. Um, and then Peter takes over from there, then he is pretty much the captain of that, the post-production ship, I will say. Um, and Editing you, and direction yeah. and color coding and 
Do you have any kind of flow to that that you want to... It's wild, man. <laughs> totally wild. It just depends on what, what we filmed, what has planned has worked. If something doesn't, then I make something up. Mm -hmm. little, little little digital magic. See what happens. Yeah, and then you'll, you do show me kind of a rough mm -hmm. cut. And then if Hopefully there's... two or three times. Yeah, if there's anything that I think isn't working or is especially great or if you have questions about like is this is this working we cut out all your racist diatribes <laughs> yeah it made me look like a decent person um and that's that's the editing process which usually it takes you a couple nights right yeah depending on the sometimes it's, it's really quick sometimes it's like a whole week yeah sometimes you're working right up to like that thursday Right our, before our, publishing. Our self-imposed Thursday deadline. It's like, okay. <laughs> Where's that footage? <laughs> um, and then once we have a final cut, we watch it together just to make sure everything's in place. Check all our captions. Hopefully we have enough time. We, we upload it first so that we can watch raw versions before we post it live. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I'll output and upload. And then the, the youtube part is kind of a shared... Duty. I write the description. You've taken over all the SEO search engine optimization. Then we stuff. hit the button, send it into the world, and then the public, the uh, the whole promotion. That's the whole promotion flight. cycle, which neither of us enjoy that much. The promotion. <laughs> Peter has taken on more and more of it, which I am really thankful for. <laughs> we go um, from site to site and yeah. post all of our different ad campaigns and because we're doing this all every week a new film we ideally we, we'd want to be two weeks ahead so the video we're posting has actually been finished for two weeks but regardless where we are in that cycle we are actually doing all these things concurrently because by the time the last video is finished it's time to get started on the next video so or we've already started it yeah um but that's that's our that's our workflow right now. We kind much. of, I mean, we were we were pretty diligent in figuring out what worked for us, what didn't work for us, and and I think. Well, we're lucky in terms of most YouTubers that are only one person working. We have the both of us, so we have like a little team. We could use a whole staff though, if anyone wants to be a videographer. Or... Wants to come and work for free in Lujo. <laughs> We can pay you in spices. We got some Tabasco. I was thinking of peppercorn, but that's yeah. important Tabasco. <laughs> yeah, I guess Tabasco. <laughs> let's stay local. <laughs> but yeah, so that's what we do. And then, so specifically, let's talk Llama. Llama is our latest Thursday video. It's a small island... Um, I don't know how, how well known this is, but Hong Kong as a city is actually like a group of islands. Big and small. Big and small. And Lama is one of the... Little guys. It's one of the bigger small islands. Oh. And it's not urban. It's very much a small town place. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> you watch the video. Find another computer, go watch it succinctly. Yeah, yeah, concurrently. And we... we we went there a few times over the last couple of years, and we had a little bit of footage from it. 
that we had made back in our days when, when Peter was just kind of cutting together nice little music videos of our travelers, tra tra travels. Um, we had we had made those into just little music video. Home movies. Home movies. And we kind of felt there was an opportunity to do something a little more with them. So we worked up we worked up treatment. And this was where Peter was really excited to try out green screening. Um, if you watch the video, you can see my head is just floating all over the place over our footage. And the way we did it, we did it the basic bed sheet over the whiteboard. Old-fashioned. This whiteboard here. Yeah, this this very whiteboard. We just dropped. And we actually just had to go. Backstage right now. Yeah, we actually had to go buy a new sheet because none of our sheets are solid color. What? Strange the folks, <laughs> bed sheets in yeah. China. In the in the bedding shops that we have access to here, all of the sheets have some kind of like crazy pattern or crazy design. And so we found this one place that had like the one blue, solid blue sheet and has little white tassels on the edge, which did not come in handy. Yeah, we we would not have chosen those. We we were looking for plain as plain could be. But that, so that was our option. So that's, we came home, threw that over the whiteboard, and plopped me down in front of it. And this was your first time working, working with Chroma. Yeah, pretty much. Well, um, we kind of did it with uh, the bamboo seat. But you... Didn't do it with a, a green screen. Right, you just cut, cut me uh, out by hand. Yeah. So would you say that was... Easier, harder? Well, uh, it's not ideal. It was not a good sheet. <laughs> but it's a start. Yeah. Oh, you mean the new sheet is not ideal? Yeah. Um, it's better than no sheet. Yeah. I think that well, the problem, correct me if I'm wrong, the problem might be the sheet itself is a sheet. It's not a solid piece, so it, it had shadows and variation in color. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also, I it's tough to deal with. I was wearing a black and white dress that kind of <laughs> averaged out into the same color as the sheet, so you can kind of see some of the background through me. But I thought it was neat. I thought it was a neat effect. And I noticed that you're playing more with the sound of my voice a lot. A little bit. Um, just a quick aside right now, your mother says it's 921 when she just typed this. We oh, have... that's not that much of a lag at all. Yeah, Maybe a minute lag. Yeah. All that's, right. That, that thanks, is. Thanks for filling us in. <laughs> Corresponding from the other side of the world. Oh, it's interesting, because sometimes I feel like maybe we have a lag of like 10 minutes. Mm. We have no way of knowing. So back, the green screen? Yeah, the green screen. Um... No, the audio stuff you've oh, been the doing. Oh, the audio. Um, is there anything oh, 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 yeah. behind well, that? We're just we're putting audio, we're building the audio studio as of this, this week, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So our recording stuff is about to get fancier. We'll be doing stereo and more scoring. Yeah, so all that'll be exciting. That's um, all of our music and all of our productions. Except for the one Tom Waits song we have. Mm. All of it, all the rest of it is Peter's original work from... That's just pre-recorded from before. Yeah. 
from a lot a lot of different lot of, times yeah. in your life over right? the last 30 years yeah <laughs> um but yeah so we're hoping to get our music studio back up and running and brand then, new hello uncle corner compositions peter can write some new music for your ears but we do have a soundcloud which already has about five pieces from the videos up yeah, so if you do like the music, you can go listen to the music on SoundCloud. For free. For free. Because keep your freaking money. <laughs> another plug for another video. And, yeah, I guess, and I guess Llama has the particular challenge that faces all of our archival footage videos. We talked a little bit about this a week or two ago. Of we used to do, you'd cut together a piece and I'd write based on what you cut. And even that, like, I'd... It's very, we have to force square pegs. Yeah, and I kind of overestimate or underestimate how long it took to say a given sentence and then it wouldn't really go with the visuals so well. And if it's something like, you can see our pug, the pug, the lazy pug commercial that we did, commercial... That we did. They didn't ask us for that. We just we're just big fans. Um, I I wrote that to Peter's cut to Peter's um, layout, whatever that would be called. It's all the footage that we had that was usable. And and, and I kind of I sat here playing it over and over again and reading and reading and cutting and reading and reading and editing and reading and reading until it basically fit. And then I recorded it. And then Peter I think had to even. Squeeze it, squeeze it some more. <laughs> um, and that's... That's with archival footage. Yeah. Nowadays, we're getting closer and closer to being almost used it, a lot of it up anyways. Yeah. And and we originally kind of thought of these pieces, because that, it was, the pug was like two minutes long, so it didn't actually take me long to to get a script that fit and worked. But if, if a piece is over ten minutes... It's a little, to do it that way is, is difficult. And it, it also, I mean, the main reason why we switched to I write it first and Peter cuts second is because. That's how film works. That's how film, I mean, like, that's, I, I shape the narrative and then Peter, you know, puts, the, puts the image to that. Um, I mean, you do a good job. I like I like your editing yeah, when you when you edit first. We are both professional. <laughs> but what am I? Um, it just um, it would be impractical to like sit there and reread it, you know, twenty times to get it to fit. And so now I make Peter do all that hard work, and he spends all night getting it to fit. Um, but it is. The archival pieces were supposed to be like, we already have the footage, just slap some voiceover on it, no problem. And it turns out to be really intensive and hard. It's just like a real TV studio. There's, everything's all chopped up and thrown together. Things that you think are real or fake audiences or noises or sharks or everything's planned meticulously. Yeah, I mean, we do we do work pretty hard, and I mean, we do it because we love it, and that's that's part of our <laughs> part of our We're fun. Not being forced by <laughs> no one, no one is like make some more movies. 
Believe me, no one has asked for <laughs> No one has asked for this. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's that's basically our, our workflow these days. Um, and a little behind the scenes of what happened to, to bring you Llama Island. Um, we're hard at work on next week's. We finished principal photography yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, halfway done. a musical cue to record tonight after after we finish speaking with you. Um, yeah, so that's that's. And all this has brought on a new wave of new fans are popping up. We're starting to you're you're getting you're talking to your fans. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, fans. We're out there. We're trying to figure out the publicity side, so to speak. Yeah, because that's, I mean, the production side is both of us what we really enjoy. But we also, to some degree, would like other people to look at it. And the way that happens is you have to go out there and do some promotion. So. Some. A lot of promotion. <laughs> no, if nobody knows you exist, they can't watch you. And we're such a tiny crowd that, that we're not anywhere that anyone can see us, so we have to continuously poke and prod every venue that we can find. Yeah. So it's an all-day process. Yeah. So it is... I mean, we, we do keep saying, like... I mean, part of our decision to live in China is economic, that, that we don't have to work that hard to have a good living. Um, and that affords us also, we have... We have a whole room that's a studio. Yeah. It should be for a baby, apparently, but... <laughs> but we, our baby is our films. And, yeah, so it, it means that we can have one and a half people working full-time on making these videos, which... Um, which we, is why we, we, can... we can only afford to do that because we live in China. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not... That's advice for any filmmakers out there, move yeah. to China. Move to a third... Be a first world citizen and move to a third world country. The economic system is unfair and stacked in your favor. Um, so take advantage of that. Um, yeah, so that's behind the scenes for this week. I don't think we have anything rejected. Rejected story. We have we have stuff that we put off just because I didn't have the energy to film it for this week. But we're still going to use those ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You just posted on Instagram and Facebook uh, the behind the scenes of animation from the week before. Oh yeah, if you want to check out our Instagram, I think we're Uncle. I think we're just Uncle Foreigner on Instagram. Underscore. Oh yeah, Uncle Underscore Foreigner. I guess. And we're posting there every day, multiple times. Yeah, um, but yeah, I did just post a photo of our animation studio, which is the sliding glass door to our balcony i'd stick a light behind it and i trace whatever peter told me to trace and that's that's how we animate for a lot of stuff a you lot. have you so have some pretty much most of it different techniques a new technique new mm-hmm. that yeah. you'll see next week i guess yeah so keep an eye out for that and we're we're trying to get active on twitter yeah it's tough we have four Four Twitters. Four followers on Twitters, and I think one of them is me from an old account. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you if you tweet, you can follow Uncle he- Uncle underscore Hello on Twitter. <laughs> That's the automatic name they gave us, and I think by the time I thought 
maybe we have some control over this. It was too late. We were already hello underscore uncle or uncle hello. I forget. <laughs> we'll, we'll put links. There's links. There's already links yep. in the description. Check them out. Yeah. So if you're social, uh, you can socialize with us. We got a, a question in from your mom. Okay. Do you find that having made so many high quality videos that you now shoot differently even when you are not making video? Or do you still shoot footage when you are not making videos? You are pretty busy. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of always shooting, right? You shoot whatever. Sometimes you come down the street and you see a, someone with a sword or a broom. You'll yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go get what we call interstitial footage. Um, which I don't know that we've used all that much of it yet. But, yeah. Um, Some of it there, we plan. We're like, that's for that. But that might not be weeks or months ahead. Um, and I... It builds the library, which yeah. I use every week. So little bits and pieces. Here's here's how I... Having said I'm not a visual person, I'm not a visual person. So I'm definitely still following, like, consciously... I know the rule of thirds. So I'm, like, lining up like that. And I, like, oh, if there's too much headroom, bring it down on a person. So it is... I, I think... Maybe I've gotten... I have gotten better. You've got... But... You've, you've, and you're, you've gotten the, the blog persona down. How to hold the camera, different angles, so that... When we yeah, yeah, I would stuff. say I've improved in, like, how to make my face look the best. <laughs> <laughs> how to find my angle, how to surmise, as Tyra would say. All anyone can ask. And I think, for, just for me, I'm saying, that I... The volume of footage I take is has increased, so there's more. I'm more likely to hit something good. I mean, I know that that's how photography, photography works for even people who are good at it. Um, but I, I still definitely feel like photography is a secondary or tertiary skill for me. And then sometimes we do um, have we have planned shots that are that are. That are all, all planned out, sometimes even storyboarded. Mm -hmm. But then we might have like five cameras. So you might have to work one and a robot another one while I'm working two or three other ones. Mm -hmm. so, but and how do you feel? Because I, I know that you also don't identify as a photographer. No. You're, you, don't, you don't consider that one of your primary skills. No. Do you feel like... We, um, I, I stick to as Do you much. have a different approach since you started? I try to, to plan it out in my head as an artist first. Mm -hmm. And then we set up the shots, set up all the lighting, set up the cameras, set up the tripods, and hope for the best after that. Yeah. I mean, I do, I will admit here publicly, maybe I shouldn't, <laughs> I do think of the multicam and your editing as like, room to cover my mistakes <laughs> but I do I do actually feel confident that less and less it's about covering when I've messed up versus making an actual choice an artistic choice um, so from that that regards I do and from a director I see it as uh, as dynamics I can I can frame and pace a sh uh, to what you're saying to you what you write I can move the camera in different ways that can accentuate your point 
Yeah. I mean, we, we stick with a fairly static, if we have three cameras, you know, one's the wide, one's the close, and one's a, a mid. <laughs> Sometimes um, one roaming to get, like, a, a, a handheld feel or... Yeah, but I, I would say, like, we don't have, like, okay, say this line and then push in. Like, there's not, we don't do that kind of camera movement yet if if we are. Sometimes on the, the handheld one, we might do some. But, most but it's more like a roaming eye rather than, yeah. like, you I'm know, set sure. up the dolly and then we'll move from here to here kind of thing. We do the zooms in and out, like, on the computer and post. Oh yeah, that's a that's an interesting tidbit, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we don't actually do well. A lot of the actually even panning back and forth and That's all post That's all post post production. because um, we don't it is effects, color correction, all that stuff is computer stuff, so it is a lot of work to get everything all set up. So even if we're just shooting in the living room, we don't we have not yet, maybe we will start to, but I don't know. If it's working on the computer, it's working on the computer. We we basically set up our shots, and then that's that's the static setup. I sit quietly while you act. Because that's I mean, when you take down lights and take down cameras and move them somewhere else, somewhere else, that's called a setup. Um, and setups are what take the most time on a film set, so we only do that once, and then I struggle through with the thing I've written. <laughs> um, <laughs> Some, usually, we've been doing more and more in one take, but we just had, Llama took a couple takes, two takes. Two takes, that's it. Just because I needed to get comfortable. And then next week's, there's a the big centerpiece. Um, we actually had to do three takes, yeah. Because um, sometimes it takes me, well, it's not always my fault. <laughs> sometimes it takes me a little bit to, to get comfortable. Sometimes there's mishaps in the background when you're shooting in public. There's always going to be an element of unpredictability. Construction. Yeah. Chickens. Or, yeah, or sometimes, I mean, in the beginning more, I feel like we went more for coverage. It Like, oh, wouldn't it be great if you had two or three takes to, to edit from? But you don't really edit the different takes together. No. You tend to stick with one. Because um, I think that's the fastest. And I'm not that good an actor <laughs> that you could, like, match take one and take three and they might not feel like they were shot at the same time. There's a different vibe. But you're getting better at, like, getting a whole... I mean, a lot of, like, people don't write their stuff and they just kind of vlog into the camera and... And say stuff, but you've written something, so you have to act it to a certain extent. And each one, you get better at at getting everything out that you want. And, yeah. In one one go. Yeah. And I will. I mean, I I'm not an actor, but I do. I've always been good at at reading. Not not just like oh, I am. I was a good reader, but I mean, like out, out, reading out loud, I have a good presentation in the classical sense. <laughs> Uh, reading aloud, and you are listed as performer in the credits here. Yeah. Well, I asked for that because <laughs> I, I'm performing. <laughs> but I will say, I think school has given me a lot of how to talk. Mm, that's interesting. Um, how to talk to an audience, even if that audience is just a camera. How to enunciate clearly. That's also specifically 
um, speaking to English learners, I have very careful enunciation that not necessarily everybody has. I don't. I don't always talk like this in my real life. But I, <laughs> I can turn it on because I have a lot of practice talking carefully and and loudly. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, thanks for your question, Mom. <laughs> uh, we kind of took it and ran, but it is we're at a point where we do notice in all facets of what we're doing. There's been a lot of like we've gotten a lot better at stuff, um, and there's stuff that feels easier. Although when stuff feels easier. That's the time where we add on, let's try new stuff, like how about green screen chroma key? That's one great thing that we found out about the process of YouTube and continuously putting out a new thing every Thursday and some other things is that it's kept us every week, every project, we learn a couple new things. Yeah. It's a good exercise tool for always growing, as long as you keep doing it. Yeah, well, and that's the, the artificial deadline. Mom, you know that we've worked for a daily newspaper, um, but the general audience may not know that. So we are accustomed to having deadlines and meeting those deadlines and, and know the value. Power high water. <laughs> yeah, know, knowing the value of having that hanging over your head. <laughs> we used to get fired if we didn't make Yeah, <laughs> and now we'll just be very disappointed in ourselves. But we haven't. Yeah. And we both, we both have aspects of videos, we're very proud of all of our work, but we both have aspects that we watch and we say, oh, if I could have re-recorded that, or if I had more time, yeah, or if, like, um, yeah, and so it's definitely, we're our own bosses, so we definitely could say, well, we'll just work on it till it's ready, but I think, I have to sneeze, the value of the deadline you know what I'm saying. Yeah, YouTube, it, it, it awards you for being able to come out with something on a regular basis, particularly at the same time, so an audience knows where to find it. And that actually helps us to say, we chose Thursday. So every Thursday, no matter what, hell or high water, there will be a video, unless like the internet goes down or, mm -hmm. you know, shark attack or something horrible. But I think the creative value of the deadline, too, it pushes us to, like, get it in a state of it's good enough and then moving on to the next challenge rather than, like, l looking for perfection because we probably could spend... We could spend forever. We could never publish anything if, if, if we wanted to wait. To publish much as possible that we can make. Yeah. We almost, we do have too many ideas. We don't have enough time in a week to put out all the stuff that we would like to. Yeah, yeah. So it is, um, we have the train pushing us from behind as well as pull. Uh, <laughs> that's a tortured metaphor. But we, we have, we have the, we want to finish this because we do want to get to the next thing too as excited as we are about the present thing. The next thing is actually also Having that experience um, in, in the workforce, we know that like, as the workflow, as you're finishing up writing and I'm starting editing, you're working on the next project and I'm looking at that being I can't wait to finish what I'm doing so that I can go play with what you're doing and it just feeds off itself each time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it helps, I think it helps that we're in different stages of the, you and I from mm -hmm. each other are in different stages of the process. 
Um, cause that, that definitely keeps a forward momentum, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's how we do it. Um. Your mom has a question of, would you say that you are a good sight reader of scripts, just like you are a good sight singer of music? <laughs> Thank you, Ma. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think I am pretty good at sight reading. Um, sometimes if, if we try to keep the clipboard near enough in case, well, that I am actually reading in a lot of cases, I don't <laughs> actually, in very rare cases, have I been able to memorize what I'm saying, but I, even off of a, a, a piece of, that I hadn't written or if we don't have a teleprompter, we don't have a teleprompter, we should get that. No, but I, I do, I have the ability I, and a lot of, I think I this is my theory: speed reading and and sight reading. I think are based on your ability to predict what's going to come next in a sentence. What's the logical way for the sentence to flow? And so I I have that skill pretty well, I think. And so if something unexpected happens, then I'll I'll maybe trip up, or if it's like a super long difficult word i'll need to practice it a couple times but i don't do much rehearsal and in and fact sometimes the first take is the rehearsal <laughs> and if you meander um but it's still a pretty good one you're working a lot on your ums yeah that's my big well, that's can, that's kind of every public speaker's big issue yeah. and i can snip those right out for the most part but for for your own skills, like each each time you are becoming more and more conscious of stop the um, stop the um. Right, yeah. And and when we when we gave advice when we worked with the kids who were the Chinese high school students who are interviewing to go to university in Singapore, they have this um scholarship project. That's always our first note would be like, stop doing um, it's better to just have silence and a pause than to fill it with an um but that's really hard advice to follow um. um well are we ready for the vomit report oh the vomit report yeah. <laughs> so i have written down on the on the back of the black on the white black bleh, 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 bleh. i'm vomit such a good speaker <laughs> On the back of the whiteboard, I write down notes during the week. And I wrote down, under Vomit Report, I wrote down fire. But I don't remember what that anecdote was. It's definitely not that there was a fire, but I don't know. Or a, a spicy regurgitation. Well, but there was an actual vomit later in the week. We had birthday, another birthday celebration. And so mom brought in cake. And it was really sugary cake, this one. The frosting to cake ratio was about one to one, and it was. <laughs> I've never, I've never experienced kids on a sugar rush quite so bad, but they were literally tearing stuff off the walls. Just, and these are good kids. This is the end of my time with them. They're just hopped up. They're just, they're going nuts because of the sugar. And we sit down for dinner, we hand out spoons and chopsticks because they, they're babies, so they choose for themselves if they want to use spoons or chopsticks. 
every single one of them was taking, if they had chopsticks, just drumming on the table, which they never do. I mean, you'd think they'd be tempted, but that's just not. I think it's like wicked uncouth <laughs> here in China. And but they, they're just like going nuts. And then I look over and Shirley just... And the thing I've noticed now from seeing so many kids throw up is that throwing up for real looks pretty fake. It looks just like like you bit down on a capsule and then let stuff ooze out of your mouth. I mean, maybe this is just the throw up I've seen. But, <laughs> um, poor Shirley. But so, you're not. This isn't racist. Racist throw up nose. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's not just Chinese kids that throw up this way. I don't think so. I Everyone's haven't seen... Th everyone throws up slowly, you're saying. I mean, that's my <laughs> hypothesis. I've only seen Chinese on, kids What are the different throw kinds of throwing up? <laughs> break out the chart behind you. But so, anyway, they, they took her to the bathroom and cleaned her up and she recovered. But it was like... I think... Because, oh, we sing a song. It's a terrible song. I hate it. But we sing the song before we eat. Where the kids have to ask me permission if they can eat, which is part of why I hate it. But um, I look over and Shirley's just going, and I was like, Shirley, 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 and then one of the other teacher helpers sees what's going on, and so she, she took control of the situation. I kept the kids singing. We got dinner underway. Mm -hmm. Everything got cleaned up, and it turned out fine. I mean, the kids did not calm down. I'm sure the parents were like. Not pleased at the end of the day that their <laughs> the kids were insane. Unless they all went home and just like fell asleep, but it was quite a quite an evening. Um, so that's that's the vomit report for this week. Vomit report will probably be on hiatus. Oh yeah. For the rest of the month because I won't be at school. Thank God. Um, and do not anticipate throwing up. Yeah, with any luck, there <laughs> with won't any be any luck. news. <laughs> um. But any, I can't really re recall any good school stories. It was, the last week was kind of difficult, difficult to get through. They gave me an extra student, and uh, the the misbehaving kids started misbehaving even more and more and more. Um, you so have a new coworker has started. I do have a new coworker. I just he just he just flew in from the states. Um, oh boy, there. He seems nice so far, so we've got another What's another American in the pack. Um, Brian, I think. Brian, shout out to Brian. Shout out to Brian. Welcome to Luzhou. It's a magical place. It's super hot this month, but... In you probably this... know you're here. Yeah. <laughs> Weather report, still hot. We're to the stormy, thunderstormy part of the year. Oh, yeah. We had a couple of good ones. Yeah, we had... Storm report. <laughs> we had um sideways lightning a lot of lightning um yeah so that's that's our weather report that's our weather report <laughs> still still hot some lightning <laughs> <laughs> i guess we better do some entertainment picks entertainment whispers oh yeah i don't know if i have any but you go um i have so many that i'm gonna save some for next week too oh. but um i have a surprise late entry Ooh. We've been watching a show called Joe Para Talks. Joe Para Talks to You, I think. It's like a little 10-minute short, 
live action, but it's on the Cartoon Network Adult Swim. And it's, it's, the premise is this guy Joe Para talks to you about stuff. And it just is so gentle and so soothing. He's Midwestern and, and feels good about it and wants to tell you about stuff. Plus news about pies and sleeping and rain. Yeah, the episode we just watched was about Joe Para talks you back to sleep. And it was just like a genuinely nice... It's something that five years ago, ten years ago would have done. been done ironically. But this guy is super sincere. And I think... In these trying times. These, I think it is. In these trying times, let's remember what we love about living um, and being decent people and nice people. Um, in a 20 minute, not even that. Yeah, Whoa. I think it's like 12 minutes. Yeah. Um, but it's very, it's very comforting. He's a nice, unassuming guy. And that's very, it's a very soothing little show. And so I recommend it. That's one. That's one. Um, the other pick I'll share this week is a video game called Night in the Woods. And it's an indie video game. Which means it's not a lot of game. It's mostly beautiful illustrations and a, a like emotional plot, <laughs> but it's enjoyable. You are a cat named May who's just dropped out of college and moved back home, and you kind of there's something mysterious going on in your hometown, and you kind of try to let that story unfold as you try to find your place in this new world, and you. Meet up with old friends, some of whom are happy to see you, some of whom are not so happy to see you. Your parents are worried about you. You play bass. So part of it, there's a game within a game where you play. So this is just your video game? Yeah. I think about you. <laughs> that you can play bass, which is, what's that game? Oh, Guitar Hero. It's just like a Guitar Hero style. You play along to these songs by pressing 1, 2, 3, 4. And then there's also a game within a game where you like play an 8-bit style. Um, maze game. So it's... I wish it had a little more puzzling, figuring out stuff to do. It's more like an interactive story that you let unfold at your own pace. But that, the story is kind of nice and comforting and, and interesting. And the illustrations are, are pretty nice. Did you say the name? A night in the woods. I keep calling it a night in the woods, but it's not. It's night in the woods because it does. It takes place over more than one day. Um, so yeah, if if any of that sounds appealing to you, I'd recommend it. If you need more shooting in your video games, definitely this is not a game for you. <laughs> and that's those are my entertainment picks I'm going to share this week. Do you, you have any? No, I'm all good. You're entertained. I have, I have not been entertained at all by anything. Yeah. Well. That's about we're at 9.54. Yeah, I think it might be time to uh, wrap it up. You can go out with your mom says, I didn't, I don't notice many ums. That's good, that's because Peter edits them out. <laughs> 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 well, that that might be our show for this week. That is this week. What is the state? The the sixth. 
I think. Yeah, August 6th, 2018. Dateline. <laughs> That's Hello Uncle Foreigner, transmitting from China. Coming to you from Lujo Live. We'll have more content this week, of course. Look for our Thursday video. And we're hoping to move back to the weekend for the live stream. Although, who knows, we're on... I'm on vacation, so... Maybe we'll live stream every day. Hey, don't promise. <laughs> Maybe. Probably not, though, because I don't have... I gave away a lot of secrets today. Yeah. We have hold, to we have to have another hats. another week so I can gather more more secrets. Um, but stay stay dry out there. And uh, <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Goodbye. Stop streaming. <laughs>